What's good? What's good? What's good, baby? Welcome to Let's Talk About It, hosted by your boy Truex the Sports Junkie with the new look. Of course, I got the homie from Cali in the building, Keo. What up, homie? Yo, what's good, man? Um, Red, apologize for uh being on uh late. We normally start at eight, but uh, we here to give you uh the best product content on NBS. Let's talk about it. Um, I wanted to apologize for everybody that was looking forward to that was looking to tune in for uh Larson Live. Larson Live wasn't able to go on today. But it will definitely be back next week. No doubt, no doubt. Well, we got a fire show for y'all. If this is your first time checking out, let's talk about it. It is the only show on the MBS brand where we don't only talk sports. We talk a plethora of things. And trust me, my man Keel has the entertainment section. And we're definitely going to talk about Kanye West and his campaign yes, uh, <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. But 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 we're gonna start off with sports, of course, and we'll get into some battle rap at the end for all my battle rap lovers out there. And if you're on YouTube, man, please subscribe. If you're on Facebook, go to the YouTube channel MBS Central. Um, and just hit that subscription button. You'll catch all, all our content. You'll get our top fives, you'll get Mount Rushmore's, you'll get sneaker of the week every week. And um, we're just trying to build it up. So shout out to everybody that's already subscribed. We truly appreciate y'all. And we're trying to go get some more subscri subscribers. So let's get it popping, though, Kia. Let's talk about it. Your boy, Trix, the Sports Junkie. What we got, Kia? What we got off the rim? We're going to talk about the NBA. So, yeah. this, so just, just some quick news in the NBA right now, based off of uh, the testing last week. This week, off of the testing, I I think they tested a total of three hundred over three hundred. I think three hundred twenty-eight staff members, including players, and the results came out to zero. That was positive. Wow. <laughs> so so um. Um, definitely, um, that was a definitely really good for the NBA, and uh, it, it looks like it, it's working out so far. Um, all they got to do is stay in the bubble. But with that being said, we know we do our predictions every single year um, um, when we did it on the NBS show. So we're going to transition it to NBS. Let's talk about it, and we're going to give our predictions every single year. So, and these are the awards. We had our preseason awards that we did uh, <laughs> beginning of the season. I, I think I remember everybody's, but uh, true. Throw it this on the is, screen. Can you throw it on the screen? Oh, I yeah, currently, I, right yeah, I, yeah, I currently don't have it. But um, true, um, I, I think I remember yours, but this is your chance to change it or stick to what you got. Okay, so so first of all, <laughs> okay, so I did have Ben Simmons winning the MVP. I bought into the hype. I thought, you know, his jump shot was getting there. I felt like this is going to be a year where he'll, you know, start knocking down a couple of jumpers, which he did, but I really thought he would elevate his game. Now, we're going to get into the picks as far as who we think is going to win win this um, 
championship. But I did have Ben Simmons before the, the, the year started, but I'm changing. I'm changing. I'm not going to even lie to y'all. I got Giannis, man. Giannis is going to win the MVP, in my opinion. Even before this bubble thing starts, Giannis had the best record in the NBA with his Milwaukee Bucks. I just think that what he does on both ends of the court is just phenomenal. Um, and really, with his second best player on his team being Chris Middleton, that's no shame to Chris Middleton, but he doesn't have Anthony Davis. He doesn't have Russell Westbrook. Um, he doesn't have Paul George as his wing guy. It's Chris Middleton. That's his second guy. And no disrespect to Chris Middleton, he's not the guys I just named. But I do think that Giannis is going to win the MVP. I, I believe he's either – I think he's third in scoring and third in rebounding, which is phenomenal. So, yeah, I'm going with Giannis as MVP, Keo, and it's pretty much a closed case for me. My MVP – um, I'm not Who ashamed. Who you had before? No, 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 no. I'm don't not. Because I want to hear who you had before. Oh, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you who I had before. I had I had Steph Curry winning it, man. <laughs> um, obviously, I was completely wrong. Injuries played a factor. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was definitely wrong about Steph Curry winning um, MVP. But, um. Uh, I wasn't the only one that was um, wrong about that. I think a couple people picked Steph Curry. <laughs> but um, MVP, I'm going with LeBron James winning the MVP, man. I think a major huge turnaround, even though they basically revamped their entire roster. Anthony Davis obviously made a huge difference. LeBron averaging uh, 26, he had a huge impact. He 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 could take over the game anytime he wanted to, and he was a facilitator also. Uh, he made people around him better. Uh, his passing was a huge factor um, for for the Lakers also. And then let's not forget on uh, the same week he beat the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard. He beat Milwaukee Bucks. Um, uh, taking down uh, uh, Giannis, I think that was huge. Uh, the, their last twelve games, um, they they only lost twice out of that twelve game stretch. I think LeBron definitely gets my vote for MVP. I thought Giannis had the slight edge, but I think going towards that last week, um, I'm giving it to LeBron, and uh, it could be determined throughout uh this uh this bubble restart so um it's still yet to be determined but my pick right now i'm going with lebron james it, it can definitely it can definitely i will say that i do agree with you i think that Giannis is gonna win i know you think lebron that's not a bad pick i definitely agree with you as far as the bubble can decide who wins the mvp definitely if somebody comes in there <clears throat> and wins every game let's just say and it's one of these guys or it's somebody else that's even close, like a Kawhi Leonard or whatnot, and the Clippers, of course, that changes everything. But we're just talking about right now who we think is the, the clear-cut favorite. I got Giannis, he got LeBron. No argument on either side. I think both guys are excellent candidates. All right. So let's go to let's go to Defensive Player of the Year. You ready for this, Kim? Let's go. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh! <laughs> wow. That's right. 
I think Giannis is going to win Defensive Player of the Year as well. Um, LeBron should have won it a couple of years ago. I will be honest with you guys about that. I felt like he should have won MVP and Defensive Player a couple of years back. But I do think Giannis gets the 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 uh, both awards. Like I was trying to look for a word, I couldn't pull it out. But both awards in the same year. I think Milwaukee, man, this this layoff is going to help them because they're a team that has great chemistry, and other teams are going to have to try to catch up. I think they're going to struggle with Milwaukee's chemistry in this bubble. I could be wrong, but I got Giannis Antetokounmpo winning Defensive Player of the Year as well as MVP. Um, la- I think I had Anthony Davis winning it. Um, my early season pick. I did. I had. I had Anthony Davis too. I believe. Or Joel Embiid, one of them before. It it's hard to make an argument for it now, based off of what Giannis was able to do. But when it comes to Giannis, man, he he has an outcome of every possession. He's pretty much everywhere on defense. Um, he, what I love about him, he rotates around the rim. He chases down the opponents when they're going in transition. Something I saw LeBron do uh, early in his career, and um, he crashes the lanes. He breaks down the plays from behind. He forces turnovers as uh, when they do, when the Bucks need help on on defense, and um, and. Um, when people try to posterize them, they fail against that. And um, <laughs> um, and and he's been able to block three point shots also. So this is a great argument for uh, Giannis right now. Um, and just to add a quick stat on there, the Bucks are sixty nine percent in points allowed in a hundred per possessions. And uh, that's definitely huge for Milwaukee and Giannis. And I think Giannis is definitely my favorite to win Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. All right. Let's go to the most improved player. All right. I like this one. I really do. Um, (laughs) This could be a toss-up between a lot of guys. But for me, it's an easy selection. Now, everybody knows how much I like Pascal Siakam, but I don't think it's Pascal Siakam. I'm going with Bam Adebayo. That's what I'm going with. 16 and 11 this season. Um, The the, the Heat are much better than I ever thought they would be. I know Jimmy Butler gets a lot of credit, but for everybody out there, Jimmy Butler missed a lot of time. And when you think about that team, Bam has played tremendously well within that organization. To say the Heat, I believe, let me make sure I got this right, because I think the Heat right now are um, the fourth seed in the East. The fourth seed in the East right now. So right now they have a better record than the Sixers. Think about that. The Sixers have a much better team from top to bottom. They have a better record than the Rock. Well, they have the same record as the Rockets. Come on, man. They have a better record than the Mavericks, a better record than the Grizzlies. I, I'm shocked by the Heat's success, despite Jimmy Butler missing time. I'm going Bam Adebayo as the uh, most improved player this year. Man, I disagree with you. Ah, I, I, I know uh, where you're going. You Is do? it my shoes back here? Huh? Oh, okay, go ahead. I thought you. I thought you was going <laughs> to somebody else. Um, 
Um, you might like where I'm going. I'm going where I'm gonna be going in a couple of months. Nah, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. I'll tell you why, but go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you okay. Say. Um, you know where I'm going at. I'm going with Brandon Ingram as the most improved player. Um, I think that Los Angeles wasn't a great fit for him. And he redefined his game. He rejuvenated um, his short career. Uh, he made it to the All-Star game. His mid-range jump shot is huge. Um, sh- he's shooting at a personal best right now. Um, out, out of the field right now. Great high percentage shots. Um, here's his uh, career free throw accuracy, man. It jumped up 20%. And uh, and it boosted his career outside by more than seven points. And the reason why I have Brandon Ingram, a lot of people felt like when they did this trade, Brandon Ingram was a question when he came to New Orleans. It was like, that's oh. facts. Yeah, that's they, they facts. was like, oh, they don't know because of his health concern issues. Then Brandon Ingram said, "Hey, man, I'm gonna show you why I came from Duke, and I'm a first round over. I'm a first round pick." Because he had to deal, you look at what he had to deal with with the acquisitions that the Pelicans was adding with JJ Redick, Drew Holiday was there, um, and then you throw Zion with the mix because Zion was the center of the center of attention. So when so when uh, Zion was out a certain portion of time, Brandon Ingram he basically took over, man. He basically said, "Hey, man, I'm 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 more than just an average mediocre player. I can be, I can be a huge focal part of the offense." And he he showed people why, and he obviously made it to the All Star game of that. And he was a fantasy stud, also for the fantasy basketball owners out there. Well, well, I, I, I'm gonna look, look, and I feel bad doing this because yeah, you do. Um, I got my Pelican hat right here in the back. You see my yeah. Pelican throw pillow. Got everything right here, man. But uh, huge Pelicans fan, man. Huge Pelicans fan. Here's the deal with Brandon Ingram. We're under 500 right now. Um, so it didn't equate to wins. We're not even a playoff team. So if, the, if, the, if the league started, if let's just say we didn't do this bubble, we just went straight to the playoffs. We wouldn't be a playoff team right now. So to me, that says a lot. You're under 500, and and on top of that, you're you wouldn't even be in the playoffs right now. The Heat are the four seed, the four seed. How many of us had the Heat as a top four seed going into this season, and knowing Jimmy Butler missed time? Not many of us. I just I think Bam Adebayo is going to win this going away as well. And yeah. I want to say I thought you was going to go Luka Doncic. Oh, and the no. Lucas back here. I just feel like Luca was nice last year, and I know he's gotten a lot better this season. But I didn't. I expected that. I didn't expect that much from Bam Adebayo. Yeah, I I knew Luca was gonna be uh, as good as he is on the second term, and then on top of that, let's not people people out there. They all they want to give Luca a huge amount of credit for the Mavericks' success, but. They added Chris Stapp Porzingis, man. Porzingis ain't no scrub. That's a double double guy. And I just and I and I look at Miami. Miami, 
Miami ain't a bad team. They got they got they got a good decent squad. They got rock they, they got the rookie Robinson. They got um come on man. They got Robinson. Come on, they, man. Got, they got they got they, they added they added they added Jimmy Butler also. Yeah, Butler missed time. Gordon Dragic if, you there. if you would have said DeMontis Sabonis, I would have been with you. I would have said, okay, you have you have an argument. I just don't think Brandon Ingram, bro. I just don't see it. I don't the see numbers, it. The numbers are there to support it. Wins has got to play a factor for me. But he's not, but he's not, but at the bio, that, that's, he's not even the best player on that team. Brandon he's a role player. He's a role player, man. Hold up. Brandon Ingram's the best player on our team? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, he <laughs> is. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. The number supports by, it. There's a guy a by, by the name of Zion that I would have a different argument. Yeah, yeah. When, when you when, <laughs> when 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 you're playing him limited minutes, that's not called best player on the team. <laughs> he's been hurt. Yeah, when somebody when somebody does when somebody decides to be selfish and leave the bubble out of nowhere, that's not the best player on the <laughs> team. Hold on. What, like you're the apples. Do, what you're not gonna do is go out to my fella kids. That's first. Second, second, you don't know what that situation is. You that but you to speak on that is just highly, highly inconsiderate. I just I, you 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 better than that, Keel. And as far as Zion's concerned, next season, I know you would take Zion over Brandon Ingram in the fantasy draft. I know you would. But no, I wouldn't. I would take Brandon why? Ingram, man. <laughs> Brad, Brandon right. Ingram is a fantasy stud, averaging over 100 fantasy points a game, man. Oh, my God. Okay, we'll see you next can't year. Get that. You can't get that with, 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 the, with the Bam Adebayo, but you can okay. get that with 16 Brandon and 11. Ingram. Double, double, that, that's a nice average in fantasy basketball. That's Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> that's your comeback, huh? I feel you, boss. I feel you. <laughs> All right, let's go to um, let's go to our final ones, and we're gonna stay with Zion, and it's gonna be um, for our final one before I make our finals predictions, and we're gonna talk about the rookie of the year. Oh, you gotta go, John Moran, bro. Zion's missed way too much time. I don't see it happening for him. I will say that I do think if they would get in. And he would play great in this bubble. Then, of course, you can make an argument for uh, um, co-rookie of the year, similar to the year I think it was Jason Kidd and Grant Hill that split it. But um, we haven't seen it since then. I can see that possibly happening. But um, I'm going with John Moran right now. He's in the playoffs. He's a great young player. So I'm going John Moran. Moran. But uh, Zion is coming, though. He's coming. Zion. <laughs> um, Zion, that, Zion Williamson, since he's came back, he's average, um, and he hasn't played. Uh, oh this, is, this is an ultimate Zion hater, bro. You should be ashamed. Hold on, of yourself, man. I'm about bro. to. I'm. I'm about to. I'm about to give you some compliments <laughs> right now. Okay. Zion, since he came in, um. He's averaged 29 a game, nine rebounds, two assists, um, uh, putting down 58% of his two-point shots, 41% of his threes. Um, uh, the Pelicans, they're running through their opponents when he, whenever he's on the court. Um, 
he, he even played center also. I think um, the, the size does matter. Um, Zion did miss a huge chunk of the season recovering from a meniscus. Um, he made only 13 appearances um, um, so far. Um, um, and um, I think edging out Morant, man, that's, that's going to be tough, man. Uh, if you want to be realistic about it, um, the impact that John Morant has had has been huge. Just the uh, when you look at when you look at this Grizzlies team, man, like who's on that team that scares you? He's he's elevated this team and made this team better. You want to talk about the body of work and the total impact? John Morant. I got John Morant winning rookie of the year. And uh but this could play a factor also. So when the bubble season kick starts, the AFC can be determined. August 3rd, if Pelicans and Grizzlies play, that's going to be huge. We could determine two things. We could determine who's the rookie of the year. We could determine who gets that eighth seed. And, just, and one thing that Zion has a huge advantage on, and I think you mentioned that a couple weeks ago on the show, the Grizzlies have the toughest schedule in this bubble restart. The Pelicans have one of the easiest schedule in this bubble restart. That's facts. That's facts. That's facts. Okay, I have a quick question for you. Because I thought we was going to do sixth man. And I thought we was going to do coach. Um, and I, thought, yeah. I, thought, I thought we had some interesting candidates there. No, we, so could, we, could, we could add that in there. Okay, so six man. Uh, uh, you want me to go first, or is that yeah. obvious? Where we going? Okay, yeah, go ahead. I'm going out there to LA. You already know what it is, man. I'm gonna pick. A, I'm gonna pick a Clipper, and I'm not picking Lou Williams. I'm picking Montrez Harrell. <laughs> wow. Montrez Harrell is gonna be the six man to me. Um, I think he only started two or three games this season. Montrez Harrell almost averages, I think, like 19 points a game for the Clippers. That that's bananas right there. That him, him coming off the bench, he actually averages more points than Lou Williams does right now in the season. Now Lou Williams could have a great bubble that could change everything. And I'm not no, you know, hater and or, or argument arguing that Lou Williams can't win six man. But I'm going with Montrez Howell. I think that he's been a very key part and key contributor to the Clippers' success this season. So I got Montrez Howell as the sixth man of the year. Man, I'm gonna. I'm gonna surprise you. Oh, I don't have Harrell. I don't have Lou Williams, but I do have, and I like the way this guy's been playing. Oh my god! I got, I got Dennis Schroeder, man. Okay, okay, hey, I can't be mad at that. But Schroeder hey, ball. but but before people start blowing up on me, I just just look at this. The dude is. Sharing control of offense with Shea Gilgis Alexander, who's been huge. Chris Paul. Uh, Shea Gil, hey, um, Alexander, Gil Chris Alexander has a shot at most improved as well. I just yeah. wanted to shot him out. Um, and I think that with those two guys, it helps his case. He's ball dominant. He finds his way to complement his teammates. He's shooting 42% off the top from the three-point line. Um, yep. Um, 
if, if you look at the numbers with three pointers, 50, uh, when it comes to um, shooting the three, he's right there with Chris Paul and uh, Shea Gilgis. Um, he sets up, he sets up, um, he sets up um, his teammates well when it comes to the three point shots. His efficiency is um, off the roof, better than when he was Atlanta Hawks. And um, he could take you off 101. So um, isolation, he's great at that also. And he's an underrated defensive player when it comes to guard position. And I like I like Dennis Schroeder to win this one, man. And I'm, Oklahoma City's in the playoffs. Yes, yes. Oklahoma City is right there, too, and being a top four seed. I actually agree with that. And that brings me to coach of the year. I don't care what nobody says. that. You know how much I like Nick Nurse. And I, and I thought the Raptors were going to be good, but I'm going Billy Donovan. There is no way on earth you could have tell you could have told me that the the Oklahoma City Thunder were going to be in the playoffs. They traded Russell Westbrook. They got Chris Paul. Yes, Chris Paul is more of a point guard than Russell Westbrook. We understand that as far as distributing the basketball. But I just felt like they got the, the they trade Paul George. They trade um Russell Westbrook. They've traded everybody. James Harden. They let Kevin um, Kevin Durant leave. And I'm just like, there's no way this team is going to be a playoff team with Chris Paul, older Chris Paul. A lot of people gave up on Chris Paul. And yet, Billy Donovan has this team as a four seed right now in the wicked, wicked West. So shout out to Billy Donovan. He is my coach of the year. Um, My coach of the year. You mentioned him. I'm going with Nick Nurse, man. Who would have thought this team would be where they're at today, man? I didn't think so. You probably did. I was like, I was like, hell no, this team ain't gonna be the same again, man. Uh they lost Kawhi, Danny Green, Gasol's out of there. Um, and then um, and then, man, I just didn't think of that, man. I, I thought they would be a six or not even in the playoffs at best. Listen and to the Jackie, true, baby. True <laughs> smiling right now and giving me his hand gestures because last year when the Raptors won the title, he said, hey, man, the Raptors are a decent team. And Pascal Siakam's been huge, man. I didn't think – I thought he would. he was just benefiting off of Kawhi, but obviously not. You know, he's a pure stud. And I like the job, Nick Nurse and uh, 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 the general manager from the from uh, um, from the Raptors are doing right now. I got Nick Nurse. As you do, yeah, okay. I got you. Hey, and Nick Nurse is not a bad one. I just, if you would have told me about the the Thunder, I'd have been like, nah. There's no nobody could have talked me into the Thunder. Nobody. There was I would have bet whatever anybody wanted to bet. I have a many cases of um water you wanted to bet. Evermore, you know, that's my water. That's on my water right there. I would have bet you ever many cases of water you wanted to bet, Kia on that. But um, it's all good, bro. I like your choice as well. So let's get to our pick. All right, our pick. So the finals pick. So last year. I mean, uh, in the, earlier in the season, I had, well, I had, as a matter of fact, I had, I in the beginning of the season, I picked the team that's going to be in the finals. 
is the team going to be in the finals right now? Representing out of the Western Conference, I got the team that runs LA, the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, definitely, I think, huge advantage for him. LeBron, he gets all the load management rest he needs. Anthony Davis gets all the load management. Bra Avery Bradley, we don't need you. You could, uh, uh, my best thoughts to, to you, you could continue to doing what you're doing, a good deed for the people out there. But we we got ourselves a J.R. Smith. They got, I think they got a nice deep bench. I got the Lakers in the finals representing the West and representing in the Eastern Conference. Back in the NBA Finals, I got the big green. I got the Boston Celtics in the Oh, NBA my God. Finals. Oh, my yes, God. Yes, yes. The Boston, everybody's on this Milwaukee hype. Obviously, they were on the Milwaukee hype last year. Obviously, that didn't work out for you. That was nice, Giannis. You won MVP, but... You didn't even make it to the NBA Finals. This is, but, this um, is he needs to be he <laughs> needs to be drug tested right so, now. So um, one thing I like about the Boston felt Boston Celtics, Jason Jason Tatum is coming, man. True, I know Duke. you love there's some stuff, Jason Duke. Tatum. Um, <laughs> Kemba Walker, I think he was a he's a better fit than what uh, Kyrie was, and the. And the team is deep, man. The rotation is deep. They got players on the bench that can play starters. And I just love Brad Stevens as a coach. So I'm rolling with the Boston Celtics in the NBA Finals. And I got the Los Angeles Lakers winning the NBA championship in six games. So you sticking with your original pick? Yeah, I am. And I'm wow. proud of it. Can't be mad at that. Can't be mad at that. Oh, the Celtics not making it to the finals, bro. Y'all got me on the record right now. The Celtics are not making it to the finals. I got three or four teams that would make it over the Celtics. I know, look, I like Brad Stevens. I understand he's a he's a great coach. We're not going to argue that. Um, I love Jason Tatum. Shout out to Duke, man. But I just don't see it, Keo. I don't see it. I don't think it's going to happen for the Celtics this season. I think they're still one piece away. Now, I also disagree with your Western Conference final pick. No, sir. We're going to stay in L.A., but I got the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Montrez Harrell, Lou Williams and company, Doc Rivers. I think they're going to get over the hump this year. I think the Clippers, I know that sounds, that sounds crazy. The Clippers will be in the NBA Finals. <clears throat> excuse me, representing the Western Conference where they will take on the Milwaukee Bucks, man. Look, I'm, I'm switching up on my original pick. My original pick was the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, I just don't know what I'm getting from Philadelphia, man. Philadelphia has everything to win the East easily to me. I thought it was a slam dunk for them this season. And for whatever reason, they just never got over the hump. So I'm going with, I'm going with a Milwaukee versus Clippers in the finals. And I got the Clippers, man. Kawhi Leonard, yes, wins a championship 
for three different franchises. That'll be the Raptors, the Clippers, and the Spurs. Wow. Yeah, I got I got I got the Clippers, man. Winning it all. All right. So uh that concludes our predictions. The the NBA season starts on uh the 31st. Um, it's looking bright. It's looking good. I'm looking forward to the NBA season. Despite all of this COVID-19 going on, man, uh, I think sports is uh, going the, the, the direction I would think it would go uh, once all of this started. So definitely proud of this. With that being said, we got we're going to make some more predictions and we're going to transition go. to another sport. And we're going to talk about the MLB Major League Baseball. It kicks it. Um, the season starts on the 23rd. I think that's in th about three days. And man, I'm looking forward to this also, man. So what we're going to do is we don't talk baseball much, but we're going to be making our World Series predictions right now. Oh, I want to say this, man. I, I, I've been really thinking about this. One thing about baseball is I believe there's going to be 60 games this season or 80. Yes, I'm tripping around. 60. 60. 60. Okay. So one thing about baseball is teams, normally a lot of teams get hot at the beginning that you wouldn't expect, and they kind of tailor off towards the mid to end season and they might not make the playoffs. So it'll be like a, you know, barely limping into the playoffs and then end up losing because their, their momentum died down. So this coming in so, so late and then only playing 60 games, this is going to be really up for grabs. But with that being said, I'm not going to play it like it's up for grabs. I'm going to go with two teams that I just think or legendary, and I think that they have what it takes, man, to do it this season. Ah. <laughs> hey, look, I'm going to say this. I know it's it's a popular pick, but I'm just being honest. I got the Yankees representing the AL, and I got the Dodgers representing the NL. The Dodgers, to me, man, is their year. They're going to win the World Series in six games um, over the Yankees. At some point, the Dodgers have to get over the hump. I just have to believe that they're that good. They're, they're too good of a team not to be not getting over the not to get over the hump. So I'm going with the Dodgers over the Yankees in six games. Clayton Kershaw is about to have a, a big season. I think because of the 60 games, and I think because of all this rest, I think he's going to be in the argument for Cy Young this coming up upcoming season. And I can't wait to see what the Dodgers do. I do want to. Do you want me to give my MVPs right now? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so. I got my in my the NL MVP will be Bryce Harper, and I really thought about letting the Nationals get back to the the World Series. I thought that they had, I think they have a great little pitching staff rotation, I should say, and I think they have Bryce Harper, who I think is going to win MVP of the NL. And in the AL, this is another team I thought could possibly beat the Yankees out for going to the World Series, and that's the Los Angeles Angels. I actually visited when I was in LA. I actually visited um. Anaheim, LA area. I visited the, the stadium, and I think Mike Trout's gonna win MVP. Now that now that is if he decides to play. There's question marks if he's gonna play or not. 
But if he plays, I do think he'll win MVP. And I would love to see a Trout versus Harper um, World Series. But I just I just got to believe that it's the Dodgers time this year. So I'm going with the Dodgers in six. All oh, right. Cy Young. Cy Young, real quick. I, I apologize. I got yeah. Steven Strasburg in the NL. And I got um, Jared Cole in the AL. Jared Cole is definitely going to win the Heisman unless something dramatic happens. All right, my uh, World Series pick um, in the AL. I'm going with the Yankees also, man. The Yankees, <laughs> man, they just got too much power over there, man. Uh, man, they got they got a vicious lineup. <laughs> and, and um, man, I was watching batting practice with I know it's not the real game, but I was watching batting practice, and man, these guys, these guys were hitting it ridiculous, man. It was, it was, it was just like, like, are you kidding me? Like this, this, this team is deep. This lineup is deep. I don't think anybody has a better lineup than this team, led by, uh, led by John Carl Stanton, Aaron Judge, and their pitching is, uh. Great. Also, I, I'm not sure what's the status with Tanaka, but Garrett Cole, he's um he's huge also. Um, but I got I got the I got the Yankees representing um representing the American League and the National League. The National League, man. I'm also rolling with the Dodgers, also, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't copy my picks, man. <laughs> Go ahead, you good, you good. Um, and as far um, as far as the Cy Young, I do got Garrett Cole winning the Cy Young award. Okay, what about in the NL? The NL, man, the NL. I, I think the NL. I think that one, that one's gonna be pretty much um. That one's that one's gonna be pretty much upper grabs. I I could see it. I could see it being upper grabs right now. Okay, okay. I think Strasburg strikes back this season. I think that he's gonna finally, finally, truly. Of course, he's been you know good, decent from time to time, but I think he's gonna truly live up to all the hype when he was coming out. Um, so I'm going with Strasburg. And one of their pitchers are one of one of the uh, national pitchers won't be playing. During the playoffs, the Nationals. Yeah, because he 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 has announced that he won't be uh participating for the season. Who is it? Um, it's the it's the other pitcher. I, I, Sir, Zimmerman. Oh, Zimmer. Zimmer. Okay. okay. Yeah. So um, I, yeah. So I got I got I got Cole winning um the Cy Young Award um. I think Mike. I think Mike Trout. He's a great candidate to win. Uh, to win the MVP. Um, as far as the N, the NL Cy Young. Um, I like Flaherty from the Cardinals. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. NL MVP. Um, a lot of people talk about you know Bryce Harper for uh on, on the Nationals. I like Soto, man. Man, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Yeah, I think I mean, so. I I think Soto could do um, 
some damage there, man. So uh, look out for him. And uh, what uh, if one player to look out for? Since I like uh, the Dodgers from the National League, look out for Gavin Lux from the Dodgers. I think he's gonna be huge. Um, I think he's a rookie actually, so he probably could win Rookie of the Year. Okay. Okay. All right. So those are our World Series predictions. Oh wait, wait, wait a minute. I got um I got the Yankees over the Dodgers. I think this Golly, the Dodgers have the worst luck with us with you. <laughs> I think I think this will end up just like in basketball in six games also. Okay, okay. Cool deal. All right, so that wraps up our sports for let's talk about it. All right, are you ready? <laughs> are you ready? It's that time. Look, he's sweating already. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. The sweat is coming down. Boy, you dri- you, you sweated harder than Ewing right now. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So this is, I believe, the 13th installment of Sneaker of the Week. Yes, it is. 13th week. Man, how these, how these weeks have flown by, flew by. This is crazy, man. This is crazy. They flew by. Um, so I did give Kyo his first, his first clue, which was Kyo. It's not a Nike and it's not a Jordan. That is correct. Okay, second clue. Clue number two. He played in Orlando. Oh. And finally, the fourth clue. He has something in common with Drew Holiday. What? Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. True Holiday. He has something in common with Drew Holiday. Man, um, you you got. I can't me. tell you what he has in common with him because if I tell you, then you, it'd be almost a giveaway. So I can't tell you quite what it is, but he does have something in common with Drew Holiday. All right. Um. So think of somebody that played for Orlando that's not a Jordan or Nike that has something in common with Drew Holiday. Something in common with Drew Holiday. Yep. So we're using, you know, I got I got the Orlando whole theme because that's where the bubble is at. I got Drew Holiday because I'm a Pelicans fan. Got the Pelicans gear in the background. So yeah, man. He got something in common with Drew Holiday. <laughs> Damn, and that's it's so broad, I know, I know, but it's like can I really tell you? Um, if you get it wrong, I'll give you another shot at it. I have. I have. I have no idea who the okay. hell this is. Okay, Drew Holiday was drafted number seventeen overall. This guy was drafted number seventeen overall as well. 
Oh my god. <laughs> I get you. Like that like that get like that makes thing things any better for me to guess the sneaker of the week. Oh man, I thought you played for Orlando. Um at some time in his career, he had something in common with Drew Holiday, which was he was the number 17 pick overall. And it's not a Jordan or a Nike. He's the number 17 pick overall. Yeah. I I am I'm, I'm out of guesses, man. I I I am I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> just take a guess. You don't want to just not guess. Take a guess. Wow. <laughs> Use one of the clues to at least guess. One of the clues. If it's not gonna be the Drew Holiday one, take them. He played for Orlando. Choose somebody that's played for Orlando. I I know a lot of people that played for Orlando, but I just <laughs> well, don't has, think who has a shoe. Think about who has a shoe. Tracy McGrady. Is that <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with McGrady. Let, let's let's go, man. I'm going out on a limb. <laughs> okay, okay. So Facebook. Let me see. I'm, I'm not even on Facebook on my phone. Facebook. If y'all want to take a stab at it, I'm actually going to start giving things away. I thought I was going to talk to Q about this. If you can get the sneaker of the week, we're going to hype the sneaker of the week up even more. If you can get the sneaker of the week, I know everybody in their mama got a cash app. I will cash app somebody some money if you can get the clues from what I give you to getting Sneaker of the Week correct. Now, in order for you to get the cash from me, Keo has to get it wrong, and you have to get it right before I show the box. If I show the box, you're out of there. Okay, Keo. So, to answer your question, it was a really good guess, but you were wrong. What? The sneaker of the week <laughs> is none other. Here's the box. Oh! Wow. <laughs> it's a Reebok. It's a Reebok. <laughs> and no, it's not the Shaqs. It's the Sean Kim Kamikaze 2s. Oh, the sneaker of the week. Sean Kim, he played his last season in Orlando. He was known as the Rain Man. He got drafted to Seattle, which I thought about giving Kill that clue that him and Kevin Durant had something uh, in common that they both got drafted to Seattle. But Kill would have gotten that, I believe. That would have been too easy if I would have said something about Seattle. But here is the Sean Kemp Kamikaze. Let's get into this box, man. In the 90s, this shoe was one of the shoes that was, yeah, if you had this, you was hitting for something. So it slides out. The box is a slide out. So we're going to take this out. We're going to throw it to the side. The Kamikaze 2s. When Sean Kemp wore these shoes, that was the season that the, the Sonics went to the NBA Finals. Now, surprisingly, Sean Kemp never wore the shoe in the Finals. 
but he did wear them that regular season. What you think, Keo? Man. Oh! That's a shoe. That's a shoe I guessed last week. That's weak. <laughs> I thought for sure he was going to guess it. I said he's not even gonna get Well, your 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 the the clues you were giving me was was horrible, man. It didn't it didn't help me out any way. Oh my God. You you re- you really think somebody's gonna guess he has something in common with Drew Holiday? I do. Drew Holiday was the seventeenth pick overall. I was like, when I told you that, I was like, he might get it then. Who's the seventeenth pick overall? Somebody has a shoe, I would have been like, in my head, I would have been like, Shaq wasn't the 17th pick. McGrady wasn't the 17th pick. I don't believe McGrady was. McGrady was a bad pick, but Grant Hill wasn't. And you think about who has a shoe. I would have been like, man, Sean Kemp could have been the 17th pick. That would have been my guess. Will people, people mention great Orlando Magic players? Sean Kemp is never mentioned. I never there. said he was a great Orlando player. I said he played for Orlando. Yeah, for one year. <laughs> but that, here that, it is. This, here that is wasn't this. fair, man. That was not fair. <laughs> that was horrible. Hey, hey, you have the right to protest it. I understand. I ain't even mad at you. But here is the sneaker of the week. A little background on the sneaker of the week, real, real, real quick. Okay, so Sean Kip, he was known as the Rain Man. For anybody out there, he was the number 17 pick overall in 1989. These are the black and white version of the Kamikaze 2s. This shoe retails for about 130. Back in the day, it was probably, I, I want to say like around 100, I'm guessing. Um, I couldn't find the exact um, price. Um, the release date was 625-2020. And then the original release date was in 95. Um, we'll get to the ratings in a second. Sean Kim never wore these in the NBA Finals. For anybody out here, but he did wear it that year they went to the NBA Finals. Um, the pattern is zigzagging. It has like a zigzag type thing. To me, it kind of looks like a um, like a data chart. I, I, how you got like data yeah. going up the chart? <laughs> That's what I can tell you. Um, for anybody out there, this is called a vector. The Reebok logo. I know a lot of people might not know that the Reebok um logo is called the vector. Um, Fanny Young style there. Who does Sean Kip remind you of, Keo? I'm going to tell the youngsters who I think. Blake Griffin. For all the youngsters out there, Blake Griffin probably be the closest person to Sean Kemp to me. And I'll even go a step further and say, Blake Griffin was a better player. Blake Griffin is a better player than Sean Kemp. I know some people are going to say, oh, X, you tripping. Blake Griffin's a better player than Sean Kemp. But that's the closest I can say to me if you was thinking about somebody Comparing their games, I would say Blake Griffin. Who you think, Kyo? I, I I would say Blake Griffin also, but I think I think uh, Griffin is a, a is a, a a way better player than Sean Kemp. I agree. So here's here's something <laughs> I'm gonna start doing. Something you might not know, or something that might, might shock you about when I talk about the player or the shoe that came out. Okay, so if I told you about Sean Kemp. When I say Sean Kemp, what's the first team that sticks out to you, Kim? Seattle Supersonics. Okay, so a lot of people believe the Seattle Supersonics. For anybody out there, Sean Kemp's best season was not with the, the, the um, Seattle Supersonics, where his most points he averaged in the season. They were actually with the Cleveland Cavaliers. 
For anybody that didn't know, it actually shocked me. When I was doing my research, I was like, there's no way. His best uh, points per game was with the Cleveland Cavaliers. But it was. And even his best playoff uh, average was with the Cleveland Cavaliers. He actually averaged 26 points in, um, I think it was 97 of the 97 playoffs. He averaged 26 points a game. In the 98-99 season, I believe he averaged 20 points a game for um, a little over 20 points a game for the Cavs. So that's crazy. I think his highest scoring average in Seattle was like 19 or 20. But um, that's kind of shocking to me that his um, highest scoring average was actually in Cleveland. All right. It's time for my favorite part of this segment. <laughs> It's time for my favorite part of the segment where I get to rate the shoe. Okay, okay, unless, okay. Unless, so, you, unless you got something else to add to it. No, nah, no, nah, okay, okay. <clears throat> I'm going to let you go ahead and rate them. What you think? The data shoe. I call it the data shoe. Shout I give what it. You shout out to TE Graphic um, Design and Graphics and shout out to Hustleway Beats, man. Always hitting us with the most exclusive gear, man. I tell them I want to shoot. They come through for you, boy. They make sure that it happens. It happens on Sneaker of the Week. So I want to tell them, man, thank you, man. Thank you for all the love that you show to Nothing But Sports Brand and Sneaker of the Week. I truly appreciate you. But, Gil, what is the rating on the Kamikaze 2s? I give it a 3.8. Oh, so you like them. You actually like them. (laughs) Yeah, it looks... uh... I mean, I know you mentioned the 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 foam posits the other day. It looks futuristic. These shoes look kind of futuristic to me. I, okay. I I'm like I'm a big fan when it comes to black shoes, uh, white a little bit, but I give it a three point eight. Okay. So what? I, so what's the what's the retail price on this? One thirty. Wow. One thirty. Um. Me, I'm giving it a 2.5. Wow, it's be- come on. <laughs> it's it's an average shoe to me. It's not something that I would actually go crazy over. When they came out, I could have got them. You probably could still get them. I just was thinking to myself, it's a cool little shoe. Nothing that I have to, like, I'm a sneakerhead, but I'm not one that I have to have this shoe as far as for my foot. For Sneaker of the Week, it's an awesome thing to talk about because it has history, and people really like this shoe when it came out. And you can talk about Sean Kim's career, but um, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan. It's an average shooter, me. Not nothing that I have to have. So I'm going 2.5. Kamikaze Facebook. Let me know what y'all rate me. Let me know what y'all rate me. What do y'all think the Sean Kim Kamikaze's two should be rated? Um, I prefer the ones with the green right here in them. I like the black and white's cool, but the green they, they need a little bit of green, and it'll be it'll be it'll be a better shooter, me. But here you go. That's the sneaker of the week. Now we're going to get to another great, great portion of sneaker of the week. So don't think that sneaker of the week's over. So let's go to the top three. The top three for coming out this upcoming week or in the, in the near weeks uh, as far as sneaker releases. So coming in at number three, we have. Kyo's gonna on, on the video, y'all. Y'all gonna be able to see it over one of my shoulders. I don't know what shoulder Kyo's gonna do it, but we got the Nike Women's Air Vapor Max 2020 Pure Platinum. They retail for 220. I can tell y'all, man, that's a fire shoe. I actually saw them. 
I, I highly recommend it for women out there, my men out there. Look, man, y'all got a lady, man. Y'all want to get on a fire shoe? That is a fire shoe. It comes out on July 23rd. Um, go catch that shoe. Coming in number two, I know it's going to be a super popular shoe. I think it's an okay shoe, but I know people's going to go out there and get it on July 24th. They retail for $190. i am talking about the Air Jordan 12 University Gold. I know a lot of people are going to go copy it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there you have it. And then, of course, we're going to talk about him in a few minutes. But the number one shoe coming out on July 25th is the Adidas Yeezy Boost 380 Blue Oak, which retail for 230 I know a lot of people are going to cop them. They, you know, we can sit here and say that um, Kanye, I know a lot of people on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter are saying Kanye lost his mind. Kanye this. I feel sorry for Kanye. But we know that people love his merchandise. So, yeah, the Kanye Yeezy Boots, Boost 380 Blue Oat is coming out on July 25th. I know a lot of people are going to cop them. They retail at 2.30. So go check them out. But that's my sneaker of the week and that's my upcoming sneaker release man once again always always a huge thank you to our um sponsors te graphic and design and of course hustle way beats man and love over everything always hitting us with the exclusive gear i can tell y'all right now sneaker of the week is gonna be crazy next week kill kill Get your popcorn ready next week. Woo! <laughs> I can't even. Unbelievable. <laughs> that was sneaker of the week, y'all. All right. Let's move on over. We got some entertainment news to talk about. Let's get it then. So I just wanted to go uh some some quick headlines really quick. Today. It's actually Pop Smoke's birthday. So um, happy birthday, Pop Smoke. Um, rest in peace. Also, uh, music that just dropped, man. We got uh, Kid Cudi with Eminem that just dropped. We got the one that's been shaking up the, 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 the celebrity industry. We got, man, we got August, August Alcina featuring Rick Ross. And no, I'm not joking around with you. The song is called Entanglement. <laughs> um, it's a rumored, it's a rumored this track to Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. So it just gets more interesting as things develop. Okay, let's so let's get to our um our main topic. I got two things to discuss about. The first thing we're gonna discuss about, we're gonna talk about Kanye West, man. Kanye West. He had a campaign rally at South Carolina. Obviously, it was just out of control. After that, people took on social media to say, Kanye has lost his damn mind. He doesn't have control of his life. So what do you what do you think about the, the situation with Kanye as of right now? So, so I came on here and I said, you know, if Kanye wants to run for president, I think that anybody, doesn't matter who it is, if I think that they, if they believe, if they believe that they can push this country forward, I think they, they should have that right. That's where we're all American citizens. They should have that right to 
you know, run for the, 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 the biggest job, I guess you could say, in the United States. Um, and that's President of the United States. So I was all for it. It doesn't matter who it is. Um, so shout out to him for that. But I watched the entire rally. I did. I'm not have to, I'm gonna be the first one to say I'm gonna raise my hand and say yes, I did watch it. Um, do I think that everything that he said was bogus in there? No, I'm not even gonna sit here and say yes to that. No, I think some things that he said made valid points. He actually um spoke on abortion. And I know people could say what he said was, you know, crazy or radical, absolutely, maybe so in some people's mind. But I like the fact that, you know, when we're in a meeting room, I know especially at school, ideas have to be thrown out. Ideas have to be thrown out. And the first idea doesn't mean it's going to stick. It may be off the wall, but change can come from that idea. It doesn't mean that that idea was the way that we went with it, but the, the fact that we threw an idea out there that can possibly stick, I commend him for that. Now, I don't even know where Kanye, first of all, let me say, it was unorganized, and this is no shot at Kanye. Kanye, if you're viewing this, matter of fact, when we do the kill, you're going to break this down. Kanye, this is an open invitation. Look, man, we're an up-and-coming um, show, podcast, on Zoom, two young, hungry dudes trying to get our names out there, trying to get our brand out there. Open invitation, Kanye. We would love to have you on our show. We would love to talk to you. Because one thing about me, and anybody that knows me knows this, I actually love to have conversation with people that I don't agree with on certain things. Uh, I mean, on anything, really. I love to have conversation with people. So I would love to have Kanye come on here, man, and talk to me about or talk to us and talk to the people that we do have that tune into our show, our, our videos, to um, kind of tell us where his head is and give a, give him an open floor to say how he feels. Now, as far as the Harriet Tubman thing, I can't even I can't even defend that, Kanye. I can't even defend that. I mean, I don't know where you was going with that. I, I watched that. I don't even know why you even said it. There was no reason to even bring that up. I don't know if you watched it, Kiel, but um, I don't know why he brought it up. But um, I do think that, you know, he needs to be more organized when it comes to his rallies. I think he should have a mic. It was hard to hear, hard to understand. He did bring people up on the stage. Now, I don't want to call it stage, but like next to him. And they asked questions. One girl, she actually gave him a hard time. And that's how the whole abortion thing came up. But um, he didn't kick her off the stage. He, he stood there and had a conversation with her, which I do respect about that. Um, there was this movie one time before I give it over to Keel. It was called The Stand, I believe, by Stephen King. And there was a dude on there named The Trash Can Man. And he always and everybody always thought he was crazy on the movie. And I um and he kept saying the world was coming to an end on the movie. And slowly but surely the world was coming to an end. A battle was gonna happen. So if you haven't seen the stand, I you know, I'll tell you go check it out. It's a decent movie. But um, long story short, just because it may seem crazy to us, I think that we should have, you know, dialogue and try to understand where he's coming from. Um, and I would love for that invitation, for him to take our invitation and have a conversation with us on this show. So Kanye, once again, Trey's the Sports Junkie Man, my man Q, I know Q wouldn't be opposed to that. Come on the show, man, talk with us, man. We can even talk sports if you want. You don't want to talk sports, you want to keep it political, we can do that. You want to talk fashion, look, I just have, we have a sneaker of the week. You can send me a sneaker, we'll 
we'll put the Yeezys up here and we'll let the people tell you about the Yeezys. But Keo, what you thought about what happened? Um, well, I, I, I didn't like the way people were nitpicking, scrutinizing him. It's because politics. you know it's gonna happen. Because at the end of the day, man, the dude, um, they were bringing up things he did in the past. That's that's old news, man. At the end of the day, people still gonna pay attention to what this guy does. You could talk all the shit you want about Kanye West, but at the end of the day, you're still gonna go to buy his shoes, buy his merchandise, <laughs> obviously. You're gonna buy his damn merchandise when, when because he just closed a deal with Gap. I, I think it was five million dollars. Um, you can obviously listen to his music. Um, I I don't agree everything that Kanye said, but there's certain things on there that I I agreed with Kanye did. Man, look at this, Kanye. He has no type of experience in the office right now. None none at all. But the dude. If you look at the the presidential polls right now, he's at two percent, man. If two if that two percent are having any type of consideration for him to be the president of the United States, then there's people out there that actually cares what he thinks, man. There's people out there that says, "Hey, I want this guy to be our president of the United States." And I think when it, when it comes to Kanye West, you could call him crazy that he needs to be on medications. He's a human being at the end of the day, man. We all have personal issues and personal problems at the end of the day. He's just more vocal and outspoken compared to most celebrities out there that 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 try to be outspoken. And that's the difference with Kanye. He's not going to sugarcoat anything with you. He's going to tell you the real. And I want a real president that's not going to sugarcoat nothing and that's going to tell me what the hell is going on and the, the the actual real truth about things and i think kanye kanye west he's a good person he has a good heart and um i don't agree like i said i don't agree with everything he said but um there's certain there's certain things that i do agree with him and and i i, I don't want to hear about Oh yeah, he's a Trump supporter. He's no he well he was a Trump supporter. He's no longer a Trump supporter before, based off of everything has transpired with all these events that occurred. But um, that's that's where I stand with it. And um, I've had disputes with people about this, and I and I'm standing behind Kanye, man. It's plain and simple. Wow. Okay. I I thought you were gonna go totally the other way with that, but nah, man. But, well, Kanye, we would love to have you on the show, man. I know, like I said, we're not, we're not, you know, the big time podcast right now, and we're not the big time networks. But I can say this, man: we're two real dudes. We two people that truly, truly want what's best for not just ourselves, but definitely for this United States and for the world in general. And we would love to have a a, a, a conversation with you as far as your thought process, man. So you're welcome here. And we're going to tag him in this video, Keo, man, definitely. All right. So our very last topic before um, we finish off, off our entertainment. So new music drops. Everybody's favorite rapper, Drake, 
Mr. OVO dropped two new songs featuring DJ Khaled. One of the songs that we're going to be talking about is Pop Stars. So, um, what do you thought about the song and breaking it from one to ten? How would you rank it? Um, it's a cool song. I mean, is it Drake's best song ever? No, it's not bad, but it's a decent song. Um, shout out to DJ Khaled, shout out to Drake. I like DJ Khaled's energy. Um, I do believe that Drake uh, seems like a good guy. The song was cool. I would give it probably like on a scale to one to ten. I would say probably about an eight. It was it was a, a solid song, cool little song. Like I tell people out there, if anybody out there that's tuned in right now, I really don't listen to music often. And if I do, it's more like old school stuff. But I do listen to motivational speaking and a lot of sports radio and a lot of um, political stuff. I, I try to listen to all that. But as far as, oh, and, and uh, um, what else I listen to? Oh, battle rap. Y'all already know that, but we're going to talk about that in a second. <laughs> but um, for the most part, I don't really listen to too much music, new school music anyway. But um, the song was cool. The song was cool. I'll give it an eight kill. And I think that, you know, it's going to definitely be on the radio because it's Drake and DJ Khaled. Um, I think this song, I'm giving it an 8.5. I think when the new Billboard charts come out, I think it's going to be up there. I don't, I'm not sure if it's going to be number one, but I won't be surprised it's number one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say top five. It makes top five. It's actually number one on iTunes right now. You know, I like I like I, I, the song is catchy. Drake, most people don't know Drake. He he dropped a couple people's name. He dropped Selena's name. He dropped Rihanna's name. He dropped Justin Bieber's name. So I I think I think with that it kind of caught people's attention with him doing that. And it's a pretty catchy song. I definitely like it better than that Tootsie Slide nonsense that he had out. My so, daughter loves that song. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to take a shot at my daughter and, I, and the song she's like? No, no, no. You no, truly no, are amazing. You truly no, are no, awesome. No, no, dis, no disrespect, Yanni. I, it's all love <laughs> at the end of the day. But uh, I wasn't a huge fan of it. Pop star. I like that song. I think it makes top five. It's currently number one on iTunes. The cook, the hook is catchy. I like the flow. I've seen a couple of bars he dropped on there. So um, I, I like the song, man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with an eight point five on this song. Not the best Drake song, but I think it, the song has potential. All right, man. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm getting I'm getting annoyed right now. Right now. All right. Oh man. Okay. That sums up our entertainment topics for tonight. And we're gonna go to our final topic, man. Um Hey, oh, really quick, really quick. Um, we did we we talked about the Tay Rock and Daylight one. That one's actually on the YouTube channel. But shout out to everybody that were that were able to tune in uh 
and took the time to watch it on YouTube, man. That was definitely huge for us, made us really happy. So definitely appreciate it. I say yo. <laughs> yeah, man. So so I as much as you guys love that video that's on YouTube, we're still gonna give you more content just like right now because Ultimate Madness 2 it has arrived this week. That is gonna be on caffeine. Make sure you check it out. Go download the app. So with that being said, man, the brackets out, and we're gonna we're gonna pick who advanced to the next round. Okay, and for anybody out there, man, now when you download the app, you can download it for your, your um your devices too. As far not just your phone devices, but your PlayStation. But Q was telling me Xbox, I believe your TVs. And you can actually watch it now on your TV instead of your phone or your, your laptop, right? Yes, I actually tried it, and it, it works fine. Quality, perfect, all good and everything. Okay, and shout out to URL, man. I just want to say this. They did drop the Tsunami Surf versus Lux battle. Um, it wasn't the greatest battle in a lot of people's mind, but I thought they did a good job on editing it. And um, it came out okay to me. It wasn't, you know, it's still not Daylight Tayrock. We understand that. But it was better than what it was when I initially watched it. I will say that. So shout out to the URL and whoever filmed it. And like you said, Caffeine. But um, you want us on the left side of the bracket or the right side of the bracket, Keo? Let's go left side. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say it. And then I want you to say who you got. We got the Saga versus... Holmesy the guy. Who you got? Oh, oh, oh. Everybody knows I'm not the, a big fan when it comes to the saga. I just think that Holmesy the God, you know, I think he's a decent battle rapper, but I just don't think it's, I don't think it's just going to be enough. I, I, I'm taking the saga 2 1 in this battle. Okay, so Holmesy. Oh, for any battle rapper that we're going to talk about right here, that goes out to Holmesy and the Saga right now. Y'all are welcome to come on this show as well. Um, we got some things that we're lining up. So, y'all, look, be one of the first ones to jump on now because we got some fire <laughs> stuff coming as far as battle rap is concerned. But Holmesy, Holmesy's talking real reckless, man. Holmesy said he's going to win this tournament. Um, wow. The Saga was talking reckless before he got to know him. And we saw what happened at Gnome. I can't believe what happened to you, the saga. You was my guy. I actually picked you to beat Mike P. I thought your third was fire, even though you stumbled in the third. But um, Mike P got you at um Gnome. But I'm gonna go with you over Holmes and the God because I believe Holmes is gonna get a little bit of what happened to you at Gnome. I think that he's he's counting his eggs before they hatch. Um, the saga's not coming to play with him. The saga's gonna have that redemption on his mind. He can't lose to Mike P and know him and then turn around and lose in the first round of Ultimate Madness. So I'm going with the Saga in the first matchup. All right, Keo, the second matchup. Like I said, open invitation to any battle rapper. This is a good one right here. I know we about to, we about to go at it, me and Keo. We got Glue Easy versus Emerson Kennedy. Let's go. Oh man. <laughs> um man. I'm I'm taking Emerson Kennedy. Man. Wow. 
if it was if it was somebody else I, as a matter of fact if it if it was glue easy against uh against the saga i would take glue easy man i like glue easy but i just think emerson kennedy i think he's more polished he's been in big battles and he's won those battles and i just think um glue I mean Emerson Kennedy. I think he's going to be a huge problem in this tournament if he can, if he, if if the way I'm thinking, the way he's going to come, it's yeah, man, it's going to be it's going to be a problem. So um, I got I got Emerson Kennedy. Okay, so like I said, Louise, you're welcome to come on this show, man, and talk your stuff, man. But I'm with Kyo in this one. Ek all day, Emerson Kennedy. Um, I know, I know some stuff's going on, so you welcome as well, buddy. You welcome as well. But I got EK, man. I think EK's finished just on a different level, so I got Emerson Kennedy. Let's go to the third matchup. It's a fire one, man. We got West Coast very own. I, I see where you went with Emerson Kennedy. You like them West Coast cats. We got Danny Myers, who him and Twerk had a fire battle versus. Repo Rail, who you got? Oh, I got Danny Myers in this one. <laughs> I think, I think, uh, I think the battle's gonna be closer than you think. Repo Rail was supposed to be that next guy, man. That next guy that that URL was gonna push. Obviously, things didn't work out the way he wanted to. But Danny Myers, he's on the roll. I'm not a huge Danny Myers fan, but Danny Myers as a late ass. Yeah, man. <laughs> he has been successful in the URL in the, his last couple battles. So I'm going to go with Danny Myers. Not in the easy win, but I, I think he wins it off of a, a, off of a split decision. Oh, man, I, I don't know about that. But I do got Danny Myers. Same thing for you guys, open invitation. I'm going Danny, man, 3-0, man. No disrespect to Reaper Rail. Danny just been on a tear lately. And then, like I said, that pin, man, it's, it's different, man. Especially in this type of setting, I'm going with the bar guy himself, man, Danny Byers. Okay, this is an interesting one right here. Welcome home, Tink. Tink the Demon versus Franchise. Canada stand up. What we got? What we doing? I'm going with Franchise, man. Okay. I think uh, I think one obstacle for Franchise, because he's he was used to battling in uh, King of the Dot, he makes the transition to the URL. And I think the URL stage, it fits some more compared to King of the Dot because certain things you say on the URL, the King of the Dot crowd don't rock with. But with this one, I think URL will. I got URL, despite his welcome back home. Sorry, it gets crashed by franchise. I got franchise 2-1. Okay, I always pick an upset. I'm going with Tink the Demon. Um, when Tink battled Mike P um a while back, I was like, man, Tink guy's all right, bro. He just was going up against a much, 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 much better rapper in Mike P. But um, I'm gonna go with Tink for the upset. I know franchise has been one of those up and coming guys that people are starting to, you know, like, okay, who's this guy in the URL? Like you said, King of the Dot, but now he's on the URL stage. And um, I, I think that he has a little momentum, but I think Tink stops. So I'm going with Tink the Demon. Our first disagreement, I see. All right, <laughs> let's go over to the right side. 
I think that we're going to agree on everything on this side for the most part. I believe, but we'll see. Let's start at the top of the bracket. We got Loso versus Nun Nun. What you look? What, what it so is? This, so this is so this is the right side of the bracket, right? Right side. Yes, sir. I'm sorry, man. Loso's gonna three zero, Nun Nun, man. I'm sorry, <laughs> man. I'm sorry, man. Three zero, Loso. Loso is a problem, man. He, he, he's he's somebody that could main event. Um, or co-main event URL card. So I got Loso. Yeah, man. Loso's been on a tear, bro. Loso just beat JC. And JC wants Lux. JC wants all the big names. But um, Loso, to me, 3 0 him. So uh, Loso's a different animal, man. If Loso comes prepared, the bullpen, they getting this one, bro. So I got Loso taking this one. I'm with you, 3-0. But both y'all are welcome on this show anytime. None, none. It's not no disrespect to you, boss. Prove us wrong. Hey, you could definitely come on here and talk your stuff if you do. Okay, next one. This is one. I think this is. I think this was gonna be low key, the most entertaining matchup. <laughs> I think that nobody's really anticipating a great matchup, but I think this is gonna be one that's really gonna be good. We got Mister Wavy versus Steams. Who you got, man? Um, damn, this is tough. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I, 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 I haven't seen, I haven't seen his battle for a while. You know, he's, you know, with chess, cake life, um, cakes up. Um, but Wavy, I think he's been a little bit more active. I think Wavy's more polished. Um, Wavy's been in tougher competition. When it comes down to it, I like Mr. Wavy in a 2-1, but I won't be surprised if Steam wins this battle. You, this, do you know what this reminds me of? Like in the NCAA tournament, this is like a this is like an 8-9 matchup or a 7-10 yep. matchup. Yep. Anybody could take this one. Yep, I agree with that. that. That's a great analogy. I'm going with Mr. Wavy as well. I think that Mr. Wavy, and for everything you just said, the competition of who he's, he's going up against, he's going up against Twerk. He's going up against Kayshawn. He's going up against John John. He's had better competition. I just think Mr. Wavy has a point to prove. A lot of people thought he was going to be that next guy. Same thing like Reaper Rail, what you said. A lot of people yeah. thought when he beat Kayshawn, Mr. Wavy was on his way. They were calling him like the new surf. Um, but somewhere along the line, when John John rearranged all that, it just went left. But uh <laughs> But I'm going Mr. Wavy, man. Let's see what happens. I think this is the one right here. A 30 body. No disrespect to you. You know where I'm going with this one, Keo. Mike P versus Ryder. Who you got? <laughs> man. A body. <laughs> man, you know, I got nothing but love for Mike P. I actually um. I actually invited him to come on um, MBS. Let's talk about it. And how I hope he does. What's up, I, Mike P? I hope he does. So I could tell him he's gonna lose to Ryder. What? Two, one. That's great, man. I think he's. I think he's a little bit be over. I think he's a little bit over himself. A little bit too overconfident, man. I think Ryder's underrated, man. I think I think he has the skill set. 
he has the performance. He has the bars. He has Believe the punchlines. He has the he has a whole repertoire. He has the total package. And I don't think when he beats Mike P, I don't think this is going to be an upset. I think he knows he could beat Mike P. And I think this matchup, I think this matchup is so great. Um, I think this matchup is so great. It's going to be probably one of the best matchups in the first round. I think it's going to be a back and forth matchup. And I like Ryder, man. Mike P has a great resume, but Ryder has also has a great resume also, man. If you, if people don't, but is not a believer in Ryder, go watch yourself the battle between him and Jeff Trez. This is when they both started, man. It, it was a fire battle, back and forth battle, small room. That's how I became a Ryder fan. I think this is a great opportunity for him. And I think Ryder got to take advantage of this, man. And I'm rolling with Ryder 2 1. I'm glad you said what you said. I became a fan. That's the problem right there <clears throat> with everything you just said. You're basing this off of you, how much you love Ryder. <clears throat> Boss. But um, Mike P, man. Mike P showed up. You're talking about Chef Trez and Ryder back then. I'm talking about Mike P just last week. This boy caught a body versus um, the saga on a known stage. He actually had arguably the best three rounds outside of, if you take away the daylight rock battle, you can say that Mike P had the best three rounds in the entire venue. That is that. You could even say over somebody like a Verb, over somebody like a Geechee, over somebody like a Fonz. Um, now I'm going Mike P thirty, catch a body, riding oh more than you more than wanting to come on here. It's no disrespect to you. I think that you actually drew. Uh, a, a, a tough person in the first round. Mike P is coming prepared. There's no doubt about that. Mike P, let me tell you about Mike P. There's some guys that want to be known as, you know, want to get, they just want to be famous. Then there's other guys that want to be the goat at this. And Mike P seems to have that kind of um, thing on his shoulder, that kind of weight on his shoulders. Mike P cares not just about being a battle rapper. He wants to be known as the best rapper battle rapper out there so i got mike p man mike p i know keo said he extended the invitation i'm extending the invitation man you're more than welcome to come on i want to know who's gonna be the first battle rapper because we're talking to a lot of y'all right now and i want to know who's gonna be the first one to hop on mbs man talk talk these stuff so mike p what up i got you in a body you catching a body that night over rider last battle i think this is the hardest one to judge young cannon Versus Bill Collector. Bill Collector so unorthodox. What you think? Man, I think I think Bill Collector is gonna win this battle. I think this is a this is a close matchup battle. Also, <clears throat> I seen Young Cannon perform or battle. I think he has the performance. He has the bars. His aggression. He'll get in your face. But Bill Collector, man, he's just. He's just different, and he's uh, lyrically he he's Bill Collector has gotten better, and if you put his performance with that, I think Bill Collector um, could be really 
dangerous moving forward in this tournament, but he got to get through Cannon. So I got Bill Collector uh, 2 1. Yeah, I got Bill Collector as well, even though I think it's going to be a really good battle. Young Cannon, like I said, like Kiel said, everything he just said, but Bill Collector is unorthodox. He stood in front of um, the hitmans of the world and the T Rexes. Like, I mean, he, he, Bill Collector, there's nothing that you're going to put in front of Bill Collector where he's going to be like intimidated by it. This ain't going to, he ain't going to choke. There's 25K on the line. That's not going to really bother Bill Collector. Bill Collector, I think, is just going to come prepared. He's going to come to do what he does. And it sets up a great battle in the next round, Mike B versus Bill Collector. And now I'm going to have something to talk about when that happens. But um, I got Bill Collector. Okay, Kyo, real quick. Who's in the finals to you? And who's going to win Ultimate Madness 2? Who do I have in the finals? Yeah, like we're not going to go through all the brackets. We just did the first round. But when it's all said and done, you have this person taking on this person. And who's going to win? What's your <laughs> prediction? Well, based, like, I'm looking at it right now. So based off of the bracket that that's that set up, in one side of the bracket, I'm going to roll with, I'm going to roll with, Man, I'm going to roll with Emerson Kennedy on one side of the bracket wow, okay, in the finals. Okay, what up? And then in the other side of the bracket in the finals, just from what I, from me seeing the bracket and how things are matched up, from the other side of the bracket in the finals, I got Loso. So I got Loso versus Emerson Kennedy in the finals. I think it's going to be a great matchup. I think that'll have a lot of replay value if these two meet in the finals, just based off of what I see right now. And uh, with that being said, I think Emerson Kennedy pulls it off, man. Wow. <laughs> EK, what up? Yeah, man. I think Emerson Kennedy, um, I think this guy, he has a lot of potential. He could be marketed. I think if he takes this, Man, I think he'll be something special, man. And um, he'll he'll get a lot of opportunities and big matchups moving forward if he wins. Okay, I, I you know, both of those choices I love. I think are fire. Loso fire. Ek is fire. But I'm going off what I think is gonna happen. I could definitely see that happening, but I'm not going that way. I got Danny Myers repping the West on this side. Going up against New York's very own Mike P. But all the wow. marbles in this. I think that's going to be a crazy battle. Because you're going to have performance in that one. You're going to have bars. You're going to have punches. You're going to have schemes. You're going to have angles. That final is going to be fire. Like, you know, you got Fonz and Jenna Nightwing to start. No. If you get Mike P versus Danny Myers, that could main event something. That's how fire both of those dudes are. So I'm going Mike P versus Danny Myers. I think Mike P and Danny Myers, who I love about, about both of them are, they want to be the best of their craft. Whoever wins that battle is going to be solidified even more than what they are right now. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Mike P, man. I think Mike P wins it all. I did say Danny Myers was my favorite. And I think he should be the favorite. But after what I saw at No Max, man, 
That's just a different hunger. That's a so different you said. So you said you got Mike P winning the tournament, winning the whole thing. Okay, he, he's gonna beat Danny Myers in the end, um, but it's gonna be a fire back and forth. Um, and I know what I'm about to say is about to be controversial. I think the URL would want Mike P to win more than they would want Danny Myers to win. Because the Mike P is a URL guy. Danny Myers is like, I battle in a lot of different leagues. So okay. I think they would I think they would actually play favoritism in that case and give it to Mike P. Because Mike P is right. gonna have the, the rounds. Okay. So yeah, there you have it. I got Mike P winning the whole thing. Keo got Emerson Kennedy. I don't mind either one of them. I don't mind any of these guys winning it. As long as they come with the bars, as long as they come with some fire, I'm with it, man. So I can't wait to see what happens. All right. With that being said, Kill, you want to get to, you want you have anything else? Or you want to get to our shout outs? Yeah, let's uh let, yeah, it's we pretty much wrapped up tonight's show. Um apologize for the, the late notice, but um gonna give some quick shout outs. Shout out to uh True for uh holding it down once again every single week. Tomorrow, um I'll be um, those of you that tune into the MBS show. I'll be helping out with the MBS show uh, through the cer- certain circumstances right now. And uh, shout out to everybody that tunes in and supports to the show. Um, looking forward to the season in sports. Looking forward to Ultimate Madness two. With that being said, we'll see you guys next week. Or everybody else, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Definitely, man. Shout out to Keo, man. Shout out to anybody that tuned in tonight. We definitely appreciate y'all. Like I said, Sneaker of the Week, I'm going to try to start doing something for Cash App. If you get it right, we're going to send you money right down the spot. I'll even show the phone on the camera that, you know, look, I just Cash App the, the money to you. So it'll be something, you know, a little bit more interesting, get y'all, you guys involved or whatnot. But, um, I want to spend this shout out time really saying this, man. Welcome home to my guy. Man, I'm so happy that you're home, man. You know what it is. I don't know if you want me to say your name on here, so I'm not going to say your name. But um, welcome home. Take care of yourself, brother. Thoughts and prayers definitely with you. I also want to say shout out to my wife and the family. Um, this week, but well, this was a tough weekend for, for us, man, as a, as a family. Um, my wife's grandfather passed away. I can say my grandfather because I mean, it's her, it's her grandfather, but we family now. You know, I've been with my wife for a long time, man. And um, shout out to Dad D, man. We call him Dad D or we call him Shaft, man. Um, passed away, I want to say 96 years old, lived a long life. I think he was almost about to turn 97. So shout out to him, man. Shout out to the whole Castile family, man. My thoughts, my prayers are with y'all. And um, anybody needs something, man, y'all reach out, man, definitely. Anybody that, you know, has somebody that's dealing with COVID-19, man, I want y'all to know, man, this is serious. Make sure you're washing your hands. Make sure you, you know, you mask up and um, take care of yourself, man. Take care of yourself. So with that being said, last but not least, shout out to Hustle Way Beach. Shout out to T Printing and Graphics. Shout out to Love Over Everything, our three sponsors. Um, if you would like to sponsor the show, Reach out to myself or Akio. We're we're glad. We'll you know we'll be humbled by it, and we'll also be glad to point you in the right direction as far as what we're looking for, what we need as far as from sponsorships. So with that being said, this has been let's talk about it. 
I am Trace the Sports Junkie. That's my main man, Keo Man. We out. Peace. Peace.